Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, steady monthly income is a key to successful retirement. On today's show, we're going to show five factors to know about your retirement income streams. And now, WealthWorks Radio. Asset protection. Tax reduction. Holistic planning. South Florida's wealth, financial, and income coach. Eric Kearney. Everybody, this is Wealth Works Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Eric is uh, president of Retirement Wealth LLC. He's a fiduciary, an independent, and uh, all around good guy. Hey, Eric, what's going on? Good morning, Steve. How are you? Very well, thank you. I uh, I always like these segments where we kind of talk about income streams and 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 how to make sure that you know <laughs> all of the income is there. And you know, as you said, have said many times, it it just comes down to math. So it's not complicated, but it needs attention. Right. I mean, you, you kind of go through the planning process and you start to reverse engineer your life. You know, I mean, and people always think about the here and now, but they're not really or they have a hard time thinking about the next 15, 20 and 25 years. And quite frankly, when we retire, more than likely we can go get a job if we really had to. So in our in our 60s, even early 70s, we can go get a job. We can go work part-time. We can have that grocery money, that gas money, whatever that may be. So there's not that feeling of uh, needing finances at that point because we know that we can go generate some kind of income. But when it really gets to be difficult is as we get older, we then realize, oh, shoot, I can't go back to work, nor do I want to go back to work. And so, again, we've got to figure out an income stream that is, again, we try to make it sustainable. And you also have to think about longevity. And again, that's what a good financial planner does is they're able to forecast all those needs that you have. And whether it's income or medical needs or healthcare needs or uh, disabled children needs, whatever it may be, we have to think about all of those needs down the road. And again, there's all these what ifs that come after us that come after us in life and we've got to be prepared for those so let's uh, start at the top and and we don't spend a lot of time talking about social security but it's got to be talked about and and uh, because it does fit into everyone's retirement plan at some point yeah i mean this is the basis of of every single income plan doesn't matter how much money you have or how much money you don't have and what happens is is that social security is income that you cannot outlive and i know that there's listeners out there and they're they're saying well yeah if it's around forever let me tell you something there's still a trillion dollars that goes out every single year. So it's not like, you know, there's 500 trillion sitting in that account. It's like, there's a ton of money still going out every single year. And you and I have talked about the secure act, Steve, for quite some time. Now mm -hmm. the secure act is going to make sure that the social security administration is still sound in another 20 and 25 years. And in the next segment, we're going to go over why that is possible actually. So, Social Security, there's still a lot of strategies. These are the things, especially when people have first, second, third marriages, um, we wanna make sure that if there's an income or an age gap rather in that marriage that we're taking on all the Social Security strategies that we can, we're also factoring in longevity of that couple as well. And so again, we wanna make sure that there's plenty of income there no matter what. And 
The other th nice thing about Social Security is it is naturally inflated at 2% over time. And I actually think that this year we got a little bit of a bump. It was either like 1.4 or 1.6%. So they're saying that inflation now is going to start to kick in. I do believe that. It's the only way that's gonna, it's going to get us out of this glut that we're in. And Social Security will inflate over time. Sure. And, and, and with Social Security, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a whole lot of ways that you can claim. And, and the important thing is to just make sure that you get it right. And you're there to help us make sure we do that. Yeah, we go through all the uh, different options that you have. We have some pretty cool software where we put in all the information and it kicks out all these different options that you have. And again, the options are not like what they were 10 and 15 years ago, but there still, still are a lot of options out there. And so again, what we're doing is, is we're kind of figuring out the best way to take out your social security. And a lot of people think about themselves, but you really have to think about the couple in mind. And you really have to think that more than likely, um, the wife will outlive the husband, and we've got to be aware of that too. And so, again, we've got to prepare for both of them and, again, for all the what-ifs that could possibly happen. 800-779-1942, that's how you can get the ball rolling, folks. Let's talk Roth IRA conversions, and we talk about that, it seems, every week in one form or another, but it does seem to be there's a lot of momentum for folks to do Roth conversions right now. Yeah, absolutely. So Roth conversions are huge. I'm actually going to talk about this more in our next segment. But the biggest thing is, is that there's a lot of money out there that should be converted, that should be a lot more tax friendly, and it's not. And so this is the one thing that we're actually um, going through the financial plans and seeing if there's any benefits to this. Because again, it's not that you want to do a full-blown conversion the first year. We see a lot of accountants and CPAs say, oh, you need to convert this this year. Well, I mean, the people just about have a heart attack when they see how much it's going to cost them. You don't really do that in one year. What you want to do is you want to come up with a time frame. Maybe it's over a decade. And over those 10 years, you take the next uh, one-tenth of your portfolio and start converting that over time. Because what you're going to see is every time that you convert, it is increased income. And so the thing is, is that it can be expensive, but you also have to pay attention to your rate of return. There's a huge method to the madness here. And you really have to, again, run the math and making sure that this fits within your time frame but also making sure that it's going to reduce your tax bracket properly. That really becomes the key, doesn't it? Uh, the tax bracket and, and maintaining that and making sure that we don't jump up into another one with a, with a Roth conversion. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are not managing their tax bracket in retirement. I mean, there's so many other things to take a look at, and everybody wants these big rates of return, and I get that. But you want to make sure that if you're going to get a high rate of return, you're not also you're trying not to jump into another tax bracket because that could be detrimental for you for years. Sure. And we have a lot of people that are coming in. They're saying, Eric, I, you know, well, I think I've got everything done. I just need help with tax planning because the people that work with me are not capable. They don't want to do it or even worse, the firm doesn't want to have the liability of that. And so the thing is, is that we have to surround ourselves by CPAs, tax attorneys, and people that we can bring in and say, hey, how do we reduce this taxable income, especially over time? You don't want to go to someone who's just going to reduce your taxes for one year. That's kind of like, you know, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. What we're trying to do is come up with a lifetime plan and saying, look, we need to reduce your taxable income and also make this sustainable so that we are managing your tax brackets going forward. And this is not going to be a burden. And I will tell you this, other than health 
in retirement, I would say that paying taxes is the number two detriment to retirees. They're, they're, they, they feel like they're paying way too much in taxes. And again, that's what we're trying to manage for them. Sure. Well, when you talk about health, let's talk about Medicare premiums and what kind of a shock we can find ourselves in if we don't manage our tax brackets. Yeah, this is another one. It's your modified adjusted gross income. And, you know, I never really paid too much attention to Medicare and what the purposes of was it. But what I did pay attention to was your modified adjusted gross income plus tax exempt interest. And so these all determine your premiums for Medicare. So this is absolutely 100% included in every single plan. This is gonna include Part B premiums for medical insurance, Part D premiums for prescription drug coverage. These are critical because people know how much prescription drugs are anymore. And so again, we wanna make sure that we're watching our modified adjusted gross income. Um, your Medicare cost for 21 is based on your tax return you filed for last year. So it's basically, it's going to be based on the prior year's earnings. And so what we do is we have a client bring in their tax uh, returns and we take a look at those. And we're actually um, implementing new tax software right now where we can actually run the tax return through and see if we can improve on anything in that. And it's pretty cool software because it's going back five and 10 years and looking at everything that we can actually do going forward. So it's taking a look at what you've done in the past and in determining and helping us to determine what actual options you have going in the future. And this is gonna be one of them that'll help for Medicare. And well, you know, I think a lot of folks are saying, but Eric, I mean, I know that part B is only going to be 150 bucks a month. Right. Uh, wait a minute. It could, it may not be. And no, that's it, based it, on your modified adjusted gross income. Exactly right. And I mean, you know, when people want more money, it just means that, okay, that's going to cost you more money somewhere. And so we have to be wide aware of that. And so again, it's not just 150, it can fluctuate. And the whole thing is, is that people assume that once they get on Medicare, that that rate stays the same. Well, that is not true. If all of a sudden you're jumping around in tax brackets, that's going to change every single year. So again, that has to be written in the financial plan and every client needs to be aware of that. And so that's really what we're trying to pay attention to and making sure that these clients are aware of what's going on. And again, Steve, it's like we look at the here and the now, you know, and it, it's very difficult to think about next year or three years or five years. But that's really what the financial plan is doing is it's taking a look at our future and saying, look, how can I combat all of this? How can I do a little bit better? And that's really what we're looking for. Folks, if you'd like to have Eric help you get prepared for that, now'd be the time to give him a call. Get on the calendar and start that conversation. Yeah, everybody, thanks so much for listening. And also, we got a lot of great positive feedback last week. We're so happy to hear about that we enjoy your uh, questions all your comments and everything so thank you very much if you're looking for a second opinion or you need a financial plan if there's a little bit of reasonable doubt give us a call today we're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing if you're serious about your finances then this is for you we'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars Let's give it away, absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're gonna map it out, we're gonna run all the reports for you. 
the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving you the way. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Give Eric a call, folks, 800-779-1942. Get your spot on the calendar. Sit down. Begin to put together that financial roadmap. Just what he's been talking about today, you know, reverse engineer that retirement plan to help get you to where you want to be. And it's a way to take a lot of complex financial world and turn it into something that makes sense. This is a true practical financial review. And it does start with that phone call, 800-779-1942. You'll get the comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, of course. But more importantly, when you walk out, you will have that roadmap. It's a guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, the Roth IRA is something that we often talk about on the show. But in this segment, we're going to break down the five your rule and how it could trigger taxes and penalties if you are not careful. We are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sodal. Eric is, uh, well, he's an author. He's president of Retirement Wealth and uh, so much more than that be as well. And uh, this is going to be a fun segment. We're talking about Roth IRAs. And like you said, we talk about it all the time. But this I thought was interesting just from, you know, one from a historical standpoint, but also the five-year rule. And I didn't realize there were so many variations. So as, as an inspiration to getting into all of this, I took a very well-known piece of Shakespeare and converted it to a Roth. What do you think? <laughs> I like it, Steve. <laughs> okay, so it, with apologies to William Shakespeare, it's to Roth or not to Roth. That is the question. Whether tis nobler right. in the mind to suffer never-ending taxes that erode your retirement accounts, or should you take charge of your money against the sea of never-ending taxes? The idea of whether it is better to Roth or IRA. There you go. <laughs> There, I like that, Steve. See, <laughs> well, a and Shakespeare and never hurt anyone. Exactly, and you know, I, I, I worked a conversion in the process. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how you can finagle anything in there, Steve. That's great. <laughs> That's what I do. So let's talk a little bit about Roths, what they are, what they aren't, and, and why it's so important to know all of the rules. And fortunately, you do. So the Roth is frustrating to me because I love the Roth. It's a very incredibly powerful tool, but I'm really amazed at how many people do not understand how it works. And so they're often afraid of it. And they think, well, what can I put in the Roth? The same thing you can put in an IRA, you know, so people are confused. And then we actually have people say, I had a Roth 10 years ago and it didn't perform very well, so I'll never do a Roth again. And I try to explain that it's just a tax deferred account, something, you know, it's, it's an account that holds something in. It, it's not the Roth that failed. It was the investments inside that. And so a lot of times people are like, yeah, I don't know. And here's the, here's the deal with this. Roth IRAs have been around since for, for since 1997. Okay, that's when William Roth, who was actually a Republican, introduced the Roth IRA. And so they've been around for 20 years. It's a tax-free vehicle. Now, you don't get any write-offs in the beginning so that you're not 
reducing your taxes at all, but it's growing tax deferred and eventually you can take it out tax free. So for as long as they've been around for 20 years, there's only $880 billion in these. Really? Now, yeah. And people huh. think, well, geez, Eric, that's a lot of money, right, Steve? Well, it is a lot of money, but not when, not when, not in the big picture. Right. Because in a traditional IRA, there's over $19.2 trillion. Oh, man. Now, $880 billion in Roth IRAs, and then all of a sudden you have $19 trillion in IRAs. Now, you know that the SECURE Act is looking for the taxes on that $19.29 trillion. That's how they're going to fund Social Security. They're not going to fund the SECURE Act by Roth IRAs. But when you take a look at the numbers, they couldn't care less about the tax-free numbers in Roth IRAs because there's not enough people taking advantage of them. But there's also a lot of advisors out there who are not introducing those Roth conversions or even those Roth ideas to their clients. And you want to know why? They don't want to be bothered with the paperwork. And that is the truth. We have so many people that are coming in that have joint accounts. And I said, why haven't for the past five years, your advisor told you to take some of that money out of your joint and put it into a Roth. And they literally sit back in their chair, let out a big sigh and say, I don't know. Because that's five years that's gone by that they've just lost out on tax-free income. Shame on the advisor and shame on this industry. Because when you see $19 trillion in IRA money and no one's talking about Roth money or Roth conversions, shame on this industry. And that's what I've been saying for a long time. So when we talk about Roth conversions, Roth IRAs, contributing to a Roth, telling your kids to open up a Roth, we're not just saying that for our benefit, it's for their benefit. And we're doing all the heavy work over the past five and 10 years of taking people's accounts over. They're coming to us and they're saying, Eric, give me a strategy, I need help. And so this is where we're making that portfolio more up to date, we're bringing it alive, we're, we're making it tax friendly if we can. We're giving them all the things that they want and this is what people are so desperate for is true sound financial advice. And it's really very good that you, you offer that obviously and uh, you know what you're talking about. It's obvious that you do. I mean, when you just rattled out those numbers with the 880 billion in, a raw, in Roth accounts compared to 19.2 trillion in IRAs, wow, that's eye-opening. And, and no wonder, <laughs> no wonder nobody's talking about our Roth. Well, I mean, from a this, government Steve. standpoint. How, how much was our latest stimulus? Yeah, $1.9 trillion. Okay. So we only have $880 billion in Roth money out there. And our, and our stimulus package was just $1.9 trillion. So <laughs> that shows you, right? Wow. I mean, people are, are floored by the amount of money that we just spent. $1.9 trillion in the blink of an eye. And then there's only $880 billion sitting in Roth IRAs. That's why the government knows that they can tax the hell out of these future 401ks and IRAs. Sure. I mean, it's a relatively simple process, but there are some, some rules along the way. And the basic five-year rule, what is that? 
So the five-year time frame is based on tax years. The IRS determines a tax year as running from January 1st to December 31st. The deadline for any contribution coincides with the deadline for filing taxes. So this year it's up to mid-May instead of April uh, mm -hmm. instead of mid-May. And so if you fund a Roth IRA in April 21st for the calendar year of 2020, the five-year rule starts as of January of 2020. So you can begin withdrawing earnings from that account on or after January 5th of 2025, five years after. Okay. okay? All right. So you've got to leave it set in there for five years. That's the very first rule that you've got to be aware of. And then um, for a Roth conversion, the rules are slightly different. They're a little bit different for the Roth IRA conversion. So as opposed to waiting, and this is where people do get confused, as opposed to waiting five years for your initial contribution after each conversion, this one has its own five-year waiting period. So let's say that you convert $20,000 to a Roth in 21, you're going to have to wait till 2026 to be eligible to take qualified distributions. And then if you do $20,000 the next year, there's another five-year waiting period. Exactly. So right. you're going to go from 2021 to 26. And then the next year, it's going to go from uh, 2022 to 2027. So every year that you convert, it's going to be five years after you convert it. And so that's this is the one thing that we take a look at. And a lot of people want to know, how much does the actual conversion cost? So again, what we talked about in the earlier segment was, number one, managing your tax bracket over time. That's the most critical thing because it's, it's not how much you have, it's how much you actually get to keep. And if you keep paying it out in taxes, nobody's thrilled about that. So number one, you gotta manage your tax brackets. The second thing is you have to worry about your rate of return. How quickly is that going to come back? And so what we did, Steve, is we took a look at how much that conversion actually costs. And I kind of think this is interesting. Okay, go ahead. Let's say you're in the 22% tax bracket and you want to convert $40,000. Now what we have to do is we've got to think ahead. Okay, what are all the ramifications of this? What are the pros and the cons of this? And this is where people get confused and so they end up not doing it. But remember, we're running this in the financial plan. We're doing all the heavy lifting for you. So let's just say you want to convert that 40000 The first thing that you have to realize is that your income will increase by that $40,000 that you're converting because you are essentially making a withdrawal from your IRA that is going to be considered income. So number one, you've got an increase in income. Number two, assuming that that doesn't push you into the next higher tax bracket, at 22% tax bracket, you're going to owe $8,800 on that conversion. If you haven't fallen on the floor yet, now what we have to fa factor in is how quickly will you get that rate of return or that return back? And so what we're looking at is $40,000 at 8%, it's gonna take you about two and a half years to recover that $8,800 for that first initial uh, Roth conversion that you've done. So again, this is why you have to pay attention to all the moving parts, including the actual rate of return. We've seen, we've seen Roth conversions, but then all of a sudden what they're invested in are not appropriate. They're not appropriate in certain 
um, accounts where they're just not going to make any money. You have to make an, a, a Roth account typically a little bit more equity driven. That's what we've seen in the past. You're not going to want to touch that money for a while until you're really headed towards a tax situation. So make it a little more equity driven. So there's so many factors that you have to pay attention to along the way. And again, you have to be aware of all the pros and the cons every single year. There's so many moving parts to financial planning. You've got to be aware. Eric, no one has ever explained that to me that way in terms of what, <laughs> how do you, how do you make that money back in, in the Roth conversion? That's fantastic. Wow. What an eye-opening experience that was for me. And I'm, I'm sure it is for the listeners as well. And folks, if you'd like to work with somebody who's got that sort of insight, now'd be the time to give Eric a call and get on his calendar. Talk this thing out. Yeah. If you're interested in tax strategies, give us a call. A lot of times we have people coming to us just for this um, exact reason. So if you're interested in a financial plan or a second opinion, give us a call today. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away, complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. You're going to get the comprehensive financial review that Eric just described. You're going to find out, yep, this is where I am today, but this is where I'm going to be when I get to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, the old adage of one size fits all may work for bathrobes, but certainly not for retirement. When we come back, we're going to break down what works and what might not work for your unique situation. We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Eric Carney is here. He is uh, president of Retirement Wealth LLC. Got a great bunch of folks uh, working there. And uh, I like the imagery, Eric. You set it up. A, a bathrobe is one size fit all. <laughs> Boy, isn't uh, that the truth? It is. Well, it kind of is, I guess. <laughs> but, but it's you know it's good and and um, the thing is is one size doesn't fit all when it comes to retirement and and retirement planning as as you've said many times you know everybody's unique and uh, there are the rules of thumb that are just that. Uh, and those rules are meant to be uh, skewed or broken or twisted, at least. Well, and that's going to happen in retirement. I mean, if you think that, you know, everything should be smooth sailing for retirement, I think you're in for a rude awakening. And uh, the interesting thing about working with so many families is we see where things change and things change often. And unfortunately, we've seen a lot of things that blindside us. Um, we've had a lot of clients that get sick and pass away very quickly. Um, 
that's mind blowing to me. You know, I mean, we, we've had people that were in our office and had them had a great meeting and they tell us, you know, the wonderful things that they're going to do. And the next thing that we know, there's a significant change in their fine, in their family dynamics. And so, you know, a lot of times we don't expect these, but we've already planned for these. And, um, I, of course I never like when these events happen, but I can always appreciate the financial planning side of it that hopefully we covered every single base for that client. And um, there's a lot of times, you know, where, where things change, but we've kind of anticipated those changes. And so retirement is not one size fits all for, for everyone. I mean, again, as you can see, when you listen to the show, there are so many moving parts and we've got to be aware. And every day I learn something new every single day. I've been doing this, you know, for 20 years now every day I learn something new and I'm so appreciative of that, that I keep learning and, uh, we, you know, we, we just keep striving. We, we, we want to do a good job for our clients and we want to be there for them. And, uh, I appreciate every day that I have on this earth that to, to be able to help people. 800-779-1942. That's the number that gets you started, folks. And again, if you'd like to sit down with Eric and, and have that conversation, you know, we, again, you just said one size fits all. And this is a this is a biggie. And I know you uh, and I know your sort of viewpoint is so pay off the mortgage, not pay off the mortgage. Good idea. Bad idea. What are the, what do we do? I mean, it depends on your situation. You know, there's there some people that don't really have a lot of money saved for retirement, but they want to pay off that mortgage. They're like, ah, I've been paying on this for so long. But interest rates now are so dirt cheap. Why would you want to pay that off? And number two, even when interest rates weren't so cheap, here's the one thing that I tell people. Never deplete a future income-producing asset. Because, again, it's something that you may need in the future. And if you just sell your house or you just pay off your house right now, yeah, the house is paid for, but now you just have a house. You don't have anything more. But imagine having a house with a fairly good mortgage payment and a quarter million dollars in an account somewhere. You still have both. So why aren't you peeling off the gains of that $250,000 to pay down the house, even if you're paying on the principal and the interest? So we can come up with a mortgage reduction strategy where you can actually maintain both. Because in five years or six years, I still want that quarter million dollar account and I still want my house. But there's a lot of people who want to deplete one just to have the other. That makes no sense to me. No. And so there, there's some people, Steve, where I'll say, they're like, I want to pay off my car. And I just let them go. Okay, what's next? Then I'm going to pay off my house. Okay, great. And then I'm going to pay off my kid's college. And then literally they are broke. And then I, you know, and then I let them stew in that for a while. And as I let them stew and think about it, they're like, eh, maybe that's not such a great idea anyways. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I think what we have to remember, Steve, is the financial plan in our head is not a financial plan, right? Right. Because our emotions take over, we make poor decisions, and it doesn't usually turn out very well. We have to be able to sit back, take a look at the situation, and again, think about long-term, think about longevity, sustainability. How are we going to create things? Because if you think that just paying off your house is gonna be the biggest issue that you have in retirement, let me tell you something, there's gonna be bigger things. Sure. And so we've gotta be prepared for those. And I like what you talk about too, and, and, and again, I don't hear too many advisors talking about a mortgage reduction strategy so that yes, you can pay it down, but there is a strategy to help get you there. 
Yeah, but again, Steve, there's so many advisors out in this industry that are lazy. They're just holding people's assets. They're not bringing any value to them. And the other thing that we've seen over this past year is there's so many people that are more loyal to their advisors than they are their own money. They're more loyal to the company that they're working with than their own retirement plan. And so they don't want to leave that advisor because I've been with them so long. I don't think that they're giving them everything that I need, but I don't want to leave. It's that financial no man's land. You know, they've never talked about Roth money. They never talked about Roth conversions. They never talked about Roth strategies, right? They never talked about paying down my house or mortgage reduction strategies. Actually, come to think about it, they don't even have a financial plan done for me. We've seen people that are coming from other certified financial planners that have never had a, a written financial plan done for them. And I asked them, they are a certified financial planner and you have no financial plan. That makes no sense to me. What that does tell me is that there's a lot of firms out there that are interested in taking over your money and not providing you any value. So when a new prospective client comes in, they ask two different questions. One says, okay, Eric, how much are your fees? What that tells me is I'm going to pay you a fee anyways. Are you better or worse than the last advisor that I worked with? That's not a good question. A good question is, is to ask, okay, Eric, you're going to charge me a fee. What value do you provide me? That's a good client of mine because they want to know I'm already working with someone. What value are you going to bring to me? Because I know that I'm paying you a fee. And so when we, when we hear that question, now I realize this is someone that I actually want to work with, not just someone that says, oh, I think you can do better on, on your fee. We provide a lot of value for our clients based on our fee. And everybody always wants to know what our fee is. Well, it's based on assets under management. But the thing is, is that you're getting a financial plan. You're getting an income plan. You have concierge service. You have someone that's actually answering the phone. There's nothing more nerve-wracking than calling a phone line and being put on hold and saying, we'll call you back within the first 24 hours. We're never going to have that. And so the thing is, is that then we're providing you with a very well-built portfolio that is custom-tailored to your needs. That's all included. And there's so many people that just have their money sitting with an advisor and they're paying a fee, but they're not getting any service whatsoever. So again, Mortgage reduction strategy, that's just a very small piece of it. But you're absolutely right. There's a lot of people that don't even have that offered to them. 800-779-1942 is how you can get the ball rolling. What we're talking about is a one size doesn't fit all. And boy, Eric, you're making that very clear. And, and one of the other things, sort of the rule of thumb is, well, I need this much money to retire. Or I need this much money every year in order to make my retirement work. And, and that number is very arbitrary, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's different for everyone. And also, it's going to change over time. You know, the interesting thing is prior to COVID, we would travel internationally from about 65 years old to about 76 years old. And then all of a sudden we traveled domestically from 76 years old up until about 81, 82. After that, it changes significantly. So more than likely on international travel, you're going to spend significantly more. But what happens is as kids and grandkids become more into the picture and we get into retirement, 
typically we help them out a little bit more or our healthcare and medical costs also start to increase. We may want to downsize and do different things, which could be costly. So there's a lot of times where the timeframes in our retirement will also change and reflect on how much we're spending. And so we have to be aware of that. And the one thing that I put in every single lifestyle income plan is a rolling time frame for long-term care and healthcare needs. And people really like to see that. We don't know when we're gonna need it or if we're gonna need it, but if we do, it's actually there. So a lot of times we're, we're thinking about all these what ifs again, and I keep bringing that up, but there's always going to be what ifs in our retirement. There's going to be things that come along that you just don't expect. And so we have to be prepared for those. And again, this is why we say there's no retirement that's one size fits all. Never, never. And and again, that's what we're talking about here. And, and um, so downsizing, I know we're kind of up against the clock here, but downsizing it may or may not be a good idea. Again, there's so many just variables. You know, the thing about downsizing is it can be very expensive. And my mother, who's 84, is actually going through that right now. She lives in upstate New York. She's been with me now for six weeks. And the thing is, is that she's really trying to, to decide whether she wants to stay in New York or Florida. And it's a big decision for her because now she's realizing she's not going to be jet setting between New York and Florida anymore, but she's also going to miss a lot of her friends. And so it's very difficult to figure out where you're going to be. But the other thing is, is that she's surprised at how much money she's had to spend on the house. And the house is in great shape, but there's still some things that you have to do to get ready. And she's like, it's more expensive to downsize than I expected. So sure. we've got to be prepared for that. Well, folks, if you've got questions, if you're wondering what might work in your situation, Eric and his team are there for you to break it all down. Let's get on the calendar. Let's have the conversation. Yeah, everybody. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in a second opinion or you're looking for a full-blown financial plan, Give us a call today. We're going to take the next five callers. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. It's a true practical financial review. And if you're looking for that second opinion, yeah, now's the time to make the call. 800-779-1942. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, of course. But more importantly, when you walk out, you'll have that roadmap that we talk about, the guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be. Five callers right now, 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part. You've been busy asking a lot of questions. Answers from me when we come right back. Hey, 
We are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and uh, having a great conversation today. Man, we're covering some ground here, talking about, uh, you know, reverse engineering your retirement plan, which is a great way to look at it. We talked about Roth and Roth conversions um, and uh, the mortgage reduction strategy. I mean, these are all really important things. And in the meantime... Listeners have been sending questions about other things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy, Steve, the amount of questions and the different questions that we get all the time. So uh, it's it's interesting going through these every week. You know, you really do get um, a little bit of a an idea of what people are thinking out there. And it, it this also goes to show that retirement is not one size fits all, right? I mean, yeah. there, there's so many different questions that come in. I think I think it's mind-blowing to me sometimes. Absolutely. All right, well, let's jump into a couple of these. And uh, Michelle is in Marco, as she writes, and she says, my husband and I are raising our grandchildren. Their parents passed away years ago. We were both retired back then, although I have since gone back to work part-time. We are now in our mid-70s with two teenagers who will want to go to college in the next few years. Our retirement plan, obviously, never considered this as a possibility. Is it too late to turn it around? Well, no, I, I don't think so. I, I think that there's a lot of people who get so inundated with life, especially with situations like this, that there's a lot of things that go on the back burner. Our health sometimes goes on the back burner. You know, there's a lot of times where we're just trying to get through our day, you know, trying to take care of other people, support other people, whatever it may be. And we don't take care of ourselves a lot of times. And so what happens is, is that when your retirement goes on the back burner, you kind of just give up. I know there's a lot of times where we have changed people's situations around significantly. Um, there's a lot of different ideas. There's a lot of planning. You also could have a lot of time ahead of you. Remember that these children are going off to college. And even though that they still will be, um, it, there still will be finances involved with that. You do have to realize that at some point, hopefully they will be on their own and be more self-supportive. Um, and so, uh, like I said, always sit down with a financial planner, take a look at that financial plan, see where you are. There's always some times where you can fix a few things, and sometimes the little things that you tweak become really big things down the road. So again, always challenge your financial status quo. This is what we say time and time again. Strive for excellence. Your wealth deserves it, but also challenge your financial status quo. 800-779-1942. Michelle, if you'd like to have another conversation, I can't imagine being in my mid-70s with two teenagers. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm struggling with. Right, right. And there's, you know, Steve, this, I mean, there's also a lot of children that have disabled children, you know, oh, sure. and so, I mean, you have to consider that the parents have been taking care of that child. And now also when the parents are gone, who will take care of that child? Because obviously they want that child to go into a facility who's going to really care for that child. And of course I keep saying child, but that child eventually becomes a, an adult. And so, again, we've got to be prepared for that as well. So there's a lot of different things that happen in life. And, again, these are all of the what-ifs. The what-ifs that are so important to discuss. Barbara's right. in Cape Coral. 
and is asking, uh, she says, my mother wants to give me her IRA. She's in an assisted living community, and she's asked me to watch it for her. Now, I've been keeping up on her RMDs, and she told me last week that she wants me to just have it. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, how does that work, or does it? Well, <laughs> well you just can't have it. So <laughs> It's not that simple, I, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know, you know, um, there's a lot of people say, here, just take it, but that's not exactly how it works. So she's living in an assisted living community where a lot of times they already want to know what your assets are ahead of time. So a lot of times um, your mom may not even know that they've that she's already turned over or maybe her accountant has already turned over her assets. So they might be, you know, wanting to use those down the road. But again, um, when when she passes away, you will inherit that IRA, and of course, it's going to be subject to the Secure Act. So you have to be very aware, very aware of that. But um, the thing is, is that that again, it's you really need to sit down with a financial advisor and possibly an estate planning attorney and see how that's going to play out. Because, like I said, I mean, I don't know enough about the situation to really answer on that, mm -hmm. but. It's, she just can't turn it over to you. It's it's that simple. Sure. So, I mean, well, plus if she, like you said, she's in assisted living. I mean, there's other things that could happen. Maybe she needs to go in a, well, who knows? There's a lot of different scenarios there, aren't there? Right. Absolutely. I mean, and again, there's so many moving parts to everyone's different situations. Sure. So we've got Ron in Punta Gorda. Uh, he says, I want to leave a reasonable amount of money to my kids, but I also don't want to pinch pennies throughout my retirement to make it happen. Do you have any tips in this area? Wow. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's a lot of times where people say, look, I want to take care of my kids, but there's also a lot of people who are sacrificing their retirement for their children. So the very first thing that we have to do is if that is one of your goals and objectives is to leave your children money, then we add that to the financial plan. Keep in mind that this is going to show you the probability of success. So when we ask you what all of your goals and objectives are, that would absolutely be one. And then we're going to see how is this going to be sustainable because we, we want to put your retirement first and then your wife first and then your kids, right? And so, again, we've had shows in the past where we've talked about people sacrificing everything for their children, but not necessarily taking care of themselves. It really needs to be the, the other way around. You have to take care of your retirement first and then take a look at what's coming down the pike. 800-779-1942, Ron, if you want to learn a little bit more. And I mean, I think that he's in a fairly normal situation. I mean, you want to take care of your kids, but at the same time, hey, I want to have a good time. Well, there's sometimes where, you know, we'll get a couple com comes in and one of the, and one of the, you know, 50% of the couple says, no, I don't, I don't want to leave anything to my kids. Like I've, I've already helped them out. And the other one's right. like, no, I want to leave money. So everyone's, everyone's opinion is different, you sure. know? But the thing is, is that you can start also gifting money to your children. I mean, and again, there's a lot of things that you can do for your children. And uh, I mean, that that's what we bring up to everyone. So, Well, I think you've talked about this before, gifting money. So, I mean, again, even if it's a grandchild, gifting money while you're still here so that you can see them enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I mean, I would rather see, you know, like my nephews, they're, uh, you know, two moving tornadoes and they would blow through a pile of money that I left them. So if I give them little bits here and there, I kind of like that a little bit better. So, yeah. I mean, that that's probably what I'll, I'll look to do, you know, and, and then uh, and I hope that I've instilled enough financial responsibility on them, too, while I'm still alive, too. Sure. I think that not just giving money, but also assisting them. You know, there's a lot of our clients that say, hey. Um, you know, can my son or daughter contact you? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Let's get them started in the right direction. So even if it's contributing 300 bucks to a Roth every single month, 
you know what, even 200 bucks, that's a start and it gets them used to saving and investing. I think that's a great start. Oh, absolutely. Great advice. As always, uh, 800-779-1942. I see we got time for another one here. Let's go to Maggie in Estero. Maggie says, my mom is 79, doesn't have any tolerance for risk in her nest egg. She has more income than she'll ever need because of my dad's military pension that she's now getting. I'm considering an annuity for her, not because she needs the income, but as a way to protect the principal. Good idea or not? Well, here's the problem. People are always looking for the placement of the investment before determining the purpose of the investment. So purpose determines placement. So stop looking for the investment. And what you want to ask is, where's the money going to after she passes away? What is the purpose of the money? And so if your mom really doesn't need it, and more than likely that money is going to go towards you, then start thinking about your risk tolerance, thinking, thinking about that money being in your future if your mother doesn't absolutely need it. Because why purchase an annuity when the money's just going to sit there and not do anything for her? Start thinking about the future purpose of that money, and that will pinpoint you or funnel down to what other investment choices that you have. Wow, that's a great way to look at it, Eric, as, as always. I mean, and, and I don't, I'm not sure everyone does. I'm not sure everyone sees it that way, which is why it's so important to get together with someone like you, an independent fiduciary, and, and talk these things out. You know, Steve, two weeks ago, we had a, a prospective client come in and they said, yeah, two years ago, we bought $500,000 in, in annuities and we don't know why. And now we want to retire next year and these haven't done very well for us. And so now we take a look at those and we realize, and now they realize too, they were just sold a product. They weren't, weren't really provided with a solution. And now what we're doing is we're taking the other half of their money and making it equity driven. And now all of a sudden it's going to offset the annuities. They grow like a herd of turtles. Your money's safe. They're going to grow at a very, very low rate of return, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you consider that safe money, that's okay. But now you need something to offset those. And so again, someone's already sold them a lot of products, didn't really think about the future need of that money. And I do believe that this couple is way too young to be in this amount of annuities. And now they're starting to see that through the financial plan. So again, they realize that nobody really wrote them a financial plan before. They just sold them a product. So again, we've got to think about what the purpose of that money is, and then it's going to funnel down to what actually is needed for you. Sure. Well, folks, again, if we piqued your interest on any of the topics that we've covered today, this is your last opportunity to give Eric a call, set up a time to have that conversation. Yeah, everybody out there, thanks so much for listening. This is your last chance to call in today. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that second opinion or that written financial plan. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation, to, again, to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, if you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. 
In short, we're going to help you take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. No obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. You heard Eric. The next five callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You will see where you are today, of course, but more importantly, when you walk out the door, you will have that roadmap, that guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Eric, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here. Always insightful, always great information, and uh, just a pleasure to be here. Ah, Steve, thank you so much. I appreciate all the effort you helped me with. Hey, everybody out there, thanks so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Stay positive, test negative, have a great week, and an even better retirement. Eric Kearney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposures to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the field of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system designed by determining the amounts of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate. WealthGuard is added to a client's accounts to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted downside value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or the assets will be traded. Liquidated the same day the wealth card value is reached due to the time of date or market restrictions. 